On behalf of the motion picture industry, welcome to the world of home video entertainment. Just before the program starts, please read the copyright notice now showing on your screen. And note that the material and its accompanying soundtrack is covered by copyright. It is an infringement of law to copy this material, or to sell or show any unauthorized copy. So, don't do it. And now, on with the program. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at fabradiointernational.com. There you go. I don't always say the dot com. Felt a bit weird. I, I tend to always do that. Do you? Reason. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's Fab Radio International. But I always make you, a play on it. So. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I've stopped saying the three W's. That's something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're totally redundant nowadays. Do you reckon? And you certainly don't do the HTTP. But colon slash. <laughs> you know what I found frustrating? The fact that you um, that what what really bugs me is on some things you have to just do the HTTP and sometimes an S. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, yeah. and it's just really odd, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, why why you is can, that? You can just put whatever in dot com. Yeah. And it should work. Yeah. But. But I mean, but, but, some, but I find I find sometimes you you type in the HTT nonsense in. And then you don't put the W's, you just put the website address, and yeah, that's fine. Well, some of them are well, not. Why is that? Some why is that okay? www. It's like you get, there's our dot coms, there's dot world, there's dot, dot colon, TV. Dot TV. Yeah, nonsense, isn't it? Though? it there's loads it's of all load of nonsense, there's a, isn't it? There's a dot London. Yeah, it's people, uh, it's pe- dot it, London, dot London, dot London, dot fuck off. Yeah. Seriously, it's dot politi- London. Political correctness gone mad. Yeah, well, there's not a dot Manchester, is there? I bet there is. No, I bet there isn't. Well, we'll no, make, no, no, we'll no, ma- no. We'll make sure there is. No, no, we'll, no. We'll no, make no. it ourselves. Yeah, well, we'd have to. Is that, uh, yeah, London is that gets everything, your lager doesn't it? There? It's not lager, it's Red Bull. You know that. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's confession time. We're beginning this show, and I'm not ready for it at all. No, because you've not even said who we are. I'm about to. Yeah, no, I was about right, to then. do oh, I'll get back in my box. You're all right, don't worry. I'm fine. It's good. We're all good. Uh, I'm Mike Royce, and this is Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello there. We're the editors of, of Starburst magazine, 
which is the world's longest running magazine of, of cult entertainment that everybody will be sick of hearing that tunes in weekly. But if you're new, well, now you know who we are. Yeah. Boom. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, that's Where it. Where have you been? Indeed. Go on iTunes but and download in, all the others and listen to them afterwards. In, in fact, you could do worse than do that because that helps us a great deal. When people do download all our, our as we, as a friend of mine would say, all our schniz. It's a weird, weird, uh, weird, weird expression, but he's a, a friend of mine. He's into music, and that's how they all speak. Shizzle. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, F- Phil does the shizzle. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a, it's an odd, an odd turn of phrase that I don't quite know the origin of. So yes, I we have spent four or five days on both producing the magazine and the festival. Get the violins out. <laughs> We have had no time to do any actual promotion or work for this radio show and we don't know, well, I definitely do. He knows what's been going on, but I haven't even looked at the news that's been going up in the magazine and on the website over the last two days. I I might as well have been on the moon, in fact. If I was on the moon, though, that'd be a great little thing to talk about, wouldn't it? Because I'd be able to describe what happened and all the rest of it. I went to a party on the moon once. Did you? Yes, no atmosphere. <laughs> See? See, that's that the... I'll leave a gap so I can put a sound effect in. Yeah. <laughs> Wowzers. So... We're going to have uh, emails tonight. If you want to email in, we will go through the emails, as always. Studio at fabradiointernational.com. And it seems to me that this is around about 20 past nine already. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Because you've been slick, you had the proper news, you had the proper intros. done done the whole lot. That was a really slick intro, and then we just ruined it by talking. Well, you can't have everything, can you? No. But... Yeah, you're going to have uh, we're going to have some emails tonight. So, so studio at fabradiointernational.com. That would be good if you were to email in. That yep. would be very helpful. Or on that Twitter thing, which if you want to, if you want to come into my hands on Twitter, then Dear me. what? Don't knock it. That's going over the line. That one. <laughs> then uh, it's starburst underscore mag. Blimey. Anywho. I don't know what to do, where to start off. I mean, we we launched the trailer for the film festival today. Oh, it's amazing. I'm, I'm quite pleased. I was, I, was, well. I was was really happy with that. It was good. But can I just say that it's only that one of the reasons why it's got... I'm sorry, you're hearing me dropping some stuff. It's just my drink. I'm getting a drink. I'm thirsty. It's really hot in here. Because um, <laughs> he's going to turn that into a joke that that was pouring straight vodka then. Yeah, I'm glad I do that, am I? No, not really. Because you'd be just swinging It might that. be a... I'll, Slight bit of truth in that. Um, it's, not, it's not really. I'm only kidding. Anyway, it's just in case Paul Ripley's listening. Yeah. You know, he, he kicks off. I've got to do a show with him it, tomorrow it, afternoon. It's in a screw bottle. It doesn't matter. He'd be like, "What are you doing? What are you doing having that in here?" You know. Uh, it's not as though it's champagne. It's the reputation of the radio station. He's bothered about. He's not bothered about. You know. Yeah, we, we, we might actually give it one. Yeah, you never know, do you? Let's see. <laughs> See, if he's listening, he'll get annoyed oh, with you. Oh, he's going to get annoyed me. with you. You've got a show on here and all now. I know. You, you can't, you've got your own thing. See, me, I only share shows with other people. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. my phone doing that for? Right, I'm going to turn this off. It keeps it keeps making noises. That's because, because people, people are retweeting. Are, are retweeting and following on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. You're a so, media mogul. I've been forced into a lot of social media over the last few days to try and uh, promote the festival and do stuff. And can I say, I didn't i enlisted i was saying last week on the show but i didn't explain it i said i'd employed nepotism so i got my daughter katie who works in the industry to come on board and do stuff who's a very pretty and lovely and intelligent lady and she's also a diva when it comes to this sort of stuff so she started saying right you know you you think you know social media and i went yeah yeah your twitter quarter of a million followers and facebook we've been there for years you know we're good and then she went yeah what about uh instagram and i'm going well we sort of use it and he's going yeah you don't shauna does you know you've got to really hammer that now and i went okay and then she starts going right snapchat what about that and i'm going Oh, blimey. Yeah. We're getting into the I dark I don't want to send my now. dick pics to anybody. So. Oh, no. Well, that's what I've heard it's for, but apparently not. No, it's it's very useful. And then and then she started getting me to um, get all these other apps that help you promote it and all the rest of it. And within a, a couple of days, I'm like, oh, blimey. You know, she's going, right, have you downloaded Tweepy yet? Are you bought? And I'm on this, this bloody post so and something else and Instagress and everything else and I thought and, and at one point I thought is she just making these up? they all sound like knockoff versions well I know but the the they're so you sort of kind of know they're connected to that app and you buy it because you want to promote and be famous on it and all that whereas we're just trying to tell people about genuinely about uh, we're not trying to like have pictures of me and Martin sat on our new Ferrari or whatever to get loads of people thinking we're ace. We're just trying to flog tickets for a film festival that we genuinely think is amazing. Yeah, and we know you will do as well. But it has it has meant that this show is 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 going to suffer. So I need this is the uh, the the rescue show. This one, right? It is the rescue the show. You need rescue. <laughs> yeah, Fab International Rescue. Yeah. You uh, you need to email in and, and, and do something because I don't know what's been going on. I'm hoping Martin's going to start telling me some stuff so I can well, ask him. We can have a little bit in a, mi- in a minute. We've yeah. already had a tweet. Actually, I've had a personal tweet. Oh, we... oh, you have, have you? Yeah, oh, it... this is the beginning of it. You know when um, Gloria Estefan started it was Miami (laughs) we were Starburst but now it's going to be he's going to come to me with this thing where it's Martin Unsworth and Starburst magazine yeah that's what it's going to be called from from next month (laughs) this is it we're just his Miami sound machine we're here till he gets to a certain point that's all well that's that's the story of my life Uh, it was Victor Vartex David Geldad yes he's forgotten the Starburst underscore mag bit Uh, I'll let him off on that one uh, Stranger Things is one of the best series I've ever seen. Now checking out Sense8. Right. You guys rate it. Right, right, right. So uh, last week I was raving about Stranger Things. Stranger Things. And then. But what about Sense8? It was 50 50, that one. I haven't seen that yet. Right, and I'm going to I'm gonna get on that. And I'm also going to watch Outcast. So there you go. So the, uh, the thing is, the last week mentioned it and it was. Ooh, 50 50 I think I think I was expecting everyone to go yay I've seen it as well you're ace saying that because it's brilliant and all that and really I sort of got yeah I quite like it and some people were going no it's absolute rubbish what you're talking about and other people that I've been speaking to love it 
And I just don't know. Have we reached some verdict yet amongst us? Have we reached a verdict? I, I, I've not started it yet because mm. I, I've finally started Mr. Robot. I'm only, I've got one episode. Well, you haven't finally today. started it. You're on season two. No, but I was, I was really well behind on it. So It's only been up four weeks. I know, but that's bad because I enjoyed the first season. I expected to be it's on it There's a lot on, though. There's a lot going on, isn't there? There's a lot going on. Will you turn your bloody phone off? What is that? Yeah, what is that noise? It's not that, you know. Oh, is it yours? I think it's this. Wait a second. Oh, is, is it all teched up in here? No, I'm not. I just brought this bloody laptop up because it's got stuff on. Wait one second. I'll get it turned. There you go. Oh, no, uh, I turned it up. <laughs> <laughs> just talk amongst yourselves right, out there. Right, it's sorted now. It's off. It's off. I did tell you this show was going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a car crash, this. But well, later on in At the show... At least I know it is. Later on in the show, we are going to be serious and we're going to talk about a film that we both watched, which which took us by surprise. Whether it took us by surprise a good way or a bad way, you'll find out later. You haven't said what it is. Well, it, I said it on the tweet, so you've got to read back the tweet. Oh, God, it's like, oh, it's like a bloody... Uh, the maths test this no, isn't it tonight what, if isn't I it? tell them what it is it'll God give away what we sakes. thought about it because we programmed it in the festival we're not going to slag it off and say it was rubbish are we uh, you don't know oh. there was a panel and certain people will program certain things it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that we all think it's great no but there's got to be a consensus of opinion of a certain quality before the, anything goes on that festival yeah except for one that he, I'm not saving saying the name. I will not say the name of it. But there's one that that you you fought for and got in. I liked it. It was good. You're mad, man. But I like. You're off. Off. Your head's gone. I your like, head's I like gone. Lots of nudity. And... That's not the one I'm talking oh, about. Right. <laughs> you know the God. Do you not know the one I'm talking about? Bloody hell! I'm talking about. It's one. It's just over a minute long. Oh, that one. Don't do it. Yeah. No, I think that I think that one. Uh, Fantastic! People will be shouting to see that one again. Don't do it. Fabulous. Well, we will be reviewing this film, and it is on world premiere at yeah. the film festival, yeah. and it's absolutely, yeah, it's, it's a abs- revelation. Absolutely, going to be reviewed in the next. It's hour. a revelation, yeah. and you can take that either way. Yeah. So, what's been going on? Oh. Uh, Quick news. Yes. One line news. Yeah, because yeah. we got four minutes to the break. Yeah. N- a no shock thing. Game of Thrones is to finish after season eight. Yeah, I know. Because we know that. Well, we know, and we also know they're not going to be full seasons either. They're going to be like eight episodes and eight epi- What, eight, about a seven episode season yeah, followed by a seven episode season that ends odd, in, a, yeah. in a double length episode? Yeah. Yeah, they've got about 16 episodes, have they? And that's it. And the two, they're taking two of them into one episode. So, yeah, you're going to have... Well, um, see, they did that with the last episode this year. Yeah. And it was meant to be a double one. Mm. But it still only just lasted just over an hour. Mm. It was a bit of a con, that. Cause they just put more adverts in. Yeah. Because you know they're going to sell them adverts for... Oh, Archie. yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. It must be a shame for, for the... Uh, powers that be because this is a a fantastic money spin. oh you know there's going to be a spin-off show they're already talking about it they're just trying to get the uh, mm. the way of doing it but it's, uh, the thing that's important here is that you keep this cast together until the end and the payoff and then you're yeah. done and that's it it's hard to keep them together for eight years isn't it 
It is, and you notice a lot of the ones they've killed off are a lot of the older ones. Mm. It's a mm. bit <laughs> That's like not much confidence in them, is it? No, not really. But yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, spin-offs, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. Hit and miss, although Better Call Saul, that's a, yeah, that's one hell of a show. Yeah, I suppose because they did something totally different. Mm. It wasn't mm. uh, It wasn't just repeating the formula. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's telling a really good story, Better Call Saul. It's really good. Yeah. We've had a tweet. Go on. This will get us out of the muck. Not. Uh, one of our writers, Scott Varnum. Yes. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys at the Film Fest. I assume you've done your homework for that. Yeah, we'll do it the night oh, before. Oh, we're fine. We're, yeah. we're fine. Just the wheels came off the wagon this weekend, yeah. that's all. The, the dog ate it. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, it's one of them, and it, 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 it's... I said we are not going to not do the show, whereas now we're usually on summer break, and I said we're going to carry on until the festival because yeah. that we're allows doing a big, us a big live yeah. one at the festival. So. Yeah, and we do, and we finish the season with the live show. That was it. That was our double length finale, whatever two yeah. hour so it's, ending. It's, so it's got to be an hour. <laughs> Get off! Don't be like that. We'd be, it would be good, we're consistently but, one hour, 48 minutes at the yeah, moment. Yeah, but you know, they're, they're going to have to sit there while we play music and we just talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that, that I'm hoping that having an audience, it will get its own dynamic and a flow will, will emerge. Oh, I see. We're not going to have any of that flowing. Well, we don't know, do we? There might be some Jaeger water flowing. They may, they may well be. I could do with some of that tonight, to be honest. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of them days. Shall we go for a break and then yeah, get? I think that's uh, breaky time. Get back and then hopefully we'll have a bit of news. I'm, I'll 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 start having a yeah, read of the I'll, website I'll, I'll and I'll stuff. Look bloody disgusting to do. Oh yeah, well, I'll get I'll get on um, I'll get on SFX's website <laughs> yeah. and see what's been going on. Then uh, we will be back with you momentarily. The taste of India. The taste of India. The Regency Tandoori Restaurant. Private functions catered for. Takeaway service available. Starburst Radio. Winners of the Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Be grateful that we let you listen. Across the world, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to Starbucks Radio at Fab Radio International. How's things? That's slick. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. No one noticed yeah, anything. Just checking that there's uh, there's no feedback then as well. Are we getting a little bit off the speaker? Are we before? getting uh, any feedback on um, I'm just going to have a look now. Emails. One second. Oh, Mr. Pollard. Hello, Mr. Sir. Andrew Pollard is with us. Evening, chaps. If you're struggling for any newsworthy topics to cover this week, and in fairness, it's been a ridiculously slow news week after Comic-Con saw studios blow their load the week prior. Yeah. What do you think of the big reveal over a new Blair Witch film hitting cinemas in September? Early buzz is that it's a major scare fest. Fingers crossed for something genuinely scary and of genuine quality. I nearly said quality. Quality? Yeah. Like a... If you're... I can't bear that. 
If you're still struggling for stuff to chat about, thoughts on Jeff Johns being the keys to Warner Brothers' cinematic DC Kingdom could be a master stroke. If he's allowed full freedom, either way, it's a major kick in the right direction. A live season ending podcast at the festival should be great. Could be a car crash, could be entertainment, uh, entertaining regardless, I'll be at the bar. No, he won't. He'll be on the podcast team. Well, I would, I would hope you would be up uh, here, yes. Hopefully we're going to have a, a revolving uh, stream yep. of people coming and taking Indeed. over from me. <laughs> Indeed, this is it. And, and you never know, some surprise guests as well might be on, on, on hand. Yeah, there's a few things you've raised there. And this Blair Witch thing, right. Yeah, we need to get John Sowerson done on that one. Well, Blair Witch, what can I say? Um, been talking about it since this show started, really. It's like the the litmus test of shite. Um, yep. It's the the biggest waste of time ever. The original film was utterly boring and amazing rubbish. Amazing marketing. And, oh, they, yeah, amazing marketing. They got you the know? internet just at the right time. Yeah, they did. And that's why that film did okay. Yeah. And it was this, oh, could this be real? No, it couldn't be real. No. Um, you I mean, had Diodato did that years ago. Yeah, if, but we didn't have the internet, so yeah. Well, every, everyone thinks this was the first found footage film, and it wasn't. It was. Um, it wasn't. It was my mate who made this uh, film called Man Bites Dog that that was actually the first one. To be honest, I know you're saying that Holocaust, Holocaust, Holocaust was sort of. Yeah, but he but, did. But that Man thing. Bites Dog was. Full on balls to the wall yeah. found footage movie. Well, it, it was, was that was like a pseudo you know, documentary thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did, and like I say, the, the, this, like I say, the whole found footage thing that they've embraced comes from the the mind of my mate. It's as simple as that. The, you've got a uh, a situation where you know they, they, it it just caught fire because it was vi- it went viral at the time, you know, yeah. and that was it. It, it. it was when Man Bites Dog came out. There was no internet as such. There was no, no way of going viral. You couldn't go viral. It was word of mouth, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and things can't go. Could, things could not go viral back then, could they? Really? Not really. Only via newspapers. Via newspapers, it was it was like you know, jungle drums almost. Yeah, I was. know. That's what I'm talking about, and and that's that's the problem with it. Now, everybody seems to everybody seems to think that you know you've got that it all started with Blair Witch though. And and it didn't. Oh, what started with Blair, which was internet marketing of movies. Oh yeah, and that's where they excelled. It was yeah, amazing. That's 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 my pro- that's my point with it. And uh, and you know you get everybody goes on about it. And Jesus, this talk about it is such that this horror classic. I, ju- I just can't get my head around it at all. I just can't. I'm yeah. sorry. There's a classic, and there's a classic. You know, I mean, well, there's a reason for people to say the Blair Witch Project was was noteworthy. This is why I've always had that issue with you calling everything a classic. I don't call everything a classic. No, but you know... That there this... are classics. Yeah. That, that you don't call anything a classic past 1974. <laughs> that's the problem. No, well, Whereas my, my, I'm all the, the way. Moment, yeah. I'm yeah. all the way. If, if, something's, if something does something noteworthy, is entertaining, it has something really special about it, that I feel that in 10, 15 years to come, People will still be picking that DVD up or that Blu-ray. That's yeah. the, that's what a classic is. A classic is a film but that doesn't classic, get lost in time. It's a classic then, not a classic when it's out now. A future classic then. 
future classics. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all that. right with Might saying that, that a film in the 90s is a classic. I'm I'm absolutely spot on. I'll say even the early 2000s, I'm, I'm all right with. You know, you can't... I mean, we're in 2016 now. A movie that came out in 22, 2003. 2003. You know, 2004, <laughs> whatever. You... you um, no, I mean... Oh, yeah. Is that get, all we're calling it now, is it? Oh, whatever. Two, t- 2003. But, but, you That's know, better. Yeah, I know, but everyone goes on about the noughties, don't they, and all the rest of it. I don't know how you describe that decade. It's awkward, it's isn't it? It's the 2000s. Is it? Is that what people say now? No, that's what I say. Well, people say the noughties, though, don't they? Yeah, but I think that's somewhere else. Well. I like to raise an eyebrow to that. I'm just saying that the... If something was out, like, 15 years ago, and people are now, the age of 20, 21, 22, going and watching it and buying it on Blu-ray, and it's not, you know, Cyborg 3, the recycler or something, then... That's you know, that. that's a classic, isn't it? It's a See, classic. A classic is a movie that doesn't get lost in time. I think the thing is... Isn't it? That's the defi- that should be the definition of a classic, that. And, and it isn't, but it should be. The problem I've got with this, and I think it is my problem, I understand. <laughs> oh, it's I, definitely I, your problem, I, I believe me. I understand it the is. issues I oh, have. Oh, yeah. Is that I forget how old I am. And so I forget how many years between, you know... You, yeah. watch, you watch summer in like nineteen ninety nine. You forget how old that is now. Yeah, no, I get, I, I, I do get, I get um, that because yeah. you know, as you get older, kids out there, as you get older, things don't seem the same. The well, thing, life, time, life, like time doesn't go the same. Time, right? time, um, time. Mm, how can I put this right? Time goes slower when you get me. older. Time gets slower, right? And, and I'll say this, and it isn't like a, like a a bloody um, how do you put it now? Right, right, like bullet time in the Matrix seems yeah. to kick in when you get over thirty five. It, it feels like that. Things here, slow down. Things slow down, and then you think of a film like oh, the first one of that came out, and then all of a sudden it's like oh Christ, wait a minute. The sequel's out now. That was only out last year. No, that was three years ago. That yeah. happens all the time when you get over 35. Trust me. I mean, I'll tell you, Mr. Pollard, boy, are you in for a, white, a rude awakening very soon, sir? Your, yeah, uh, your when you get to things our age. will start to. Things you will kids. start. Oh, things will fly by. Yeah. Things will fly by. But the, my get point. Off my lawn. Yeah, but, but I, I, I mean, Christ Almighty, right? You can say, without a doubt, I can't believe that. I think it was even on this show. You said you had a go at me for, for, <laughs> for saying Independent Independence Day was 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 not a classic. Yeah, it's not because it's not old enough. It was no, it's not about the age. It's about well, know. it's well revered and people not revered. That's a bit too strong a word, mm. but it's enjoyed by a generation that weren't around to watch it at the cinema when it came out. That's but surely ju- a classic, just, isn't that, it? That's more down to the DVD. Oh my than God! TV. What does it matter about the delivery system now? What does it matter? I mean, if, if everybody's watching a film, you look at stuff. Jaws is always a classic, obviously, because again, for the same reasons, everybody's enjoying. Oh, it's it a now. classic because it's 1975, <laughs> isn't it? That's that. No, no, that's what you're actually saying. Oh, oh, Jaws is a classic. 1975. That's it. Well, right, see, right. Give me. No, I'm. I'm going to really put you on the spot oh, now. Right, right, right. No, no. A classic film made after the year 2000. <sighs> Go on. Um. Because you've got to. You've got to. You've got to have one. 
I like, don't believe you've not got one. Um, it probably wouldn't be anything anybody else would want to say was a classic. No, well, come on then. Uh, come on, I, I, I just gave you Independence Day. That was. I'll tell you what. I'll give you. Um, oh, modern classic. Right. Only lovers left alive will be a classic w- in t- in years to come. It will be, or it will be so pedestrian in that people won't like it. Rubbish. I think people like us will like it. No, because this doesn't work like this. How this works is people have children, people have nephews, people have younger people. I was going to say people have... I was going to say something that could be really misconstrued by saying people have access to younger people. Um, (laughs) Don't do it. Not really what you want to be hearing, that, is it? But I'm just saying, everybody knows younger people and then you have some sort of influence. And it's a sort of film where you go, listen, try this out. A lot of the stuff I watched when I was growing up, I was way too young to oh, watch. God. Way too young to Absolutely watch. Absolutely the same myself. I had, I had not. I I had no idea about Hammer Horror till a certain point, and then all of a sudden, you know. Well, even, it's not so much even just the horror stuff and the stuff that is not appropriate. Mm. There's, there's nobody now looking back to the Laurel and Hardy, Harold Lloyd. I've had this conversation. Yeah. I'd love people to email in on this because I because we need to educate people on that stuff. I think that some of it's dying out i think that some people now i don't whereas when i was when i was young these things were still incredibly old you know yeah. these these things were they older were than i've been alive now 30s, yeah, yeah they, they, these things when i watched them were older than i'm i i am now you yeah. know and yet i still caught on to them um, i don't know they were you're available they're not available now yeah, well, unless I don't... you seek them out, and people are not seeking out black and white stuff. And yeah, well, they've not been—they've not been told, have they? So, what I'm saying when when you were growing up and you're watching Harold Lloyd and you were watching um, Laurel and Hardy that would be on at half uh, five, six o'clock certain yeah, times, BBC, yeah, yeah. they don't we're put that there. stuff on now, and people are not watching it. So, and, and I'm sure that these kids, these kids, if they had that in front of them, they would love it. It's just oh, because would they. They would. Oh, would they? Are you sti- sure? It's timeless comedy. It's slapstick comedy. Some of, some some of it is still so far ahead of itself. Oh, well, right. Just just by title alone, yeah. Um, Laurel and Hardy. Laughing gravy. Yeah. There's Nothing's got a right to be called laughing gravy. Yeah. That, that, that's a crazy name for, for anything. And it turns out to be a race horse greyhound, isn't it? It's a greyhound, and, isn't it? And, yeah. it's, and it's like... Jesus, it's so good that you know. But, yeah, but, but everything just, they did was, you know, even in their lame last few years, they still had some gems. The lame last fucking hell, it's sweeping this, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> like even the Lowell Hardy society know that the last few years were a bit. Yeah, they painful. don't say it though, do they? Oh well, I'm bloody hell. You know, it's it's. We'll get. Uh, actually, I'll be honest with you. I've never, I've never had any complaints off any Laurel and Hardy fans on this show. Well, there you go. I've had complaints off a lot of people, but the never one, a Laurel the only and Hardy ones that fan. Don't complain. Yeah, but they just but, have uh, bricks fall on the head at opportune moments. Yeah. So I guess we're in agreement then that Laurel and Hardy are classics. Then, hundred and ten percent. Well, there we go. Then at least we've got that. But if anybody's got any comments on classics, but. It has to be that. It has to be something that well, that stands the test you, of time. I will give you my classic, and, it, and I'm just doing it to be contentious before... Oh, uh, good Lord. Here we go. Before we go. After 2000. Yeah. Human Centipede 2. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Right, I'll tell you what. 
first and second one are classics. The third yeah. one isn't. No, the third one's amazingly funny and amazing. It, it's, but it's, it's not special. It's, it's not yeah, special. No, it is. It's too knowing. Yeah, the fact that that you're very, very good friends, and I'm, I'm beginning to get to know the guy as well. Yeah, mm. you can't. But, you know, I know no, that that, that is awkward why, for us. Andy's coming I've, to the film festival. That's not why I've chosen it. It's just yeah. because it does something that, to me, was was quite unique at the time. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the uh, Human Centipede itself was was a good film and I'm sorry I know a lot of people went into that thinking oh it's this this bloody sensational load of crap in it and it's all it's going to be all gore and it's going to be all rubbish and it's and it's it's not it's actually a good horror film mm. with in in fact the idea of what's about to happen is far far worse than anything you see on screen. Of course, it is. and the descriptions on a blackboard on the board with "Oh, I'm going to do this." You're like, "Oh my God, Jesus!" And then, and then the I've got to say, uh, what's his name? Zeta. D- Dieter Laser. Yeah, I always get his name wrong. Dieter Laser. Mm. Um, he's uh, he's incredible in it. Yeah, he yeah. really is. And then you get to the second one. And then, yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence R. Harvey. And this isn't because he might be listening to this, by the way. I'm just saying that, and it's not because he's coming to the film festival. I'm just saying he is a real find when it comes to horror. Yeah, he's got that sort you know. of, uh, like, like, like we said when we had him in the studio, yeah. the Peter Laurie bit of it. He has, he's got that going but, on. But that's not about a look, that's about... a an attitude and the style he does move into the characters he's got everything i just say the um the the for our film festival trailer has got scenes from a uh short with him with him in called rats and that's on at the festival and it's a re- actually i shouldn't really be saying giving too much away but i would watch it if i were you it's very um it's it's worth watching Without giving a review of it, because I'm and trying to, I'm trying to be neutral because we're <clears throat> judging on all these, yeah. But the it's worth watching, and I've got to say, when you see that scene of him staring into the camera on our trailer, that's that's who the guy is. He's got that presence, and it isn't. It is. It is slightly about his look, though, because he's got very wide eyes that yeah, that, yeah. that gaze penetratingly out, and and. But he's, he he was it's trained good. in in the. Um very physical sort of theatre and very uh, yeah, and he performance does, art and does things it like well. that. Does it so well. it's about how he carries himself and about how right. so how it, he occupies that space. He's also in another film, which yep. I don't think you've seen yet because I programmed it, um, oh, yeah. called Banjo. No, I've not seen Banjo yet. Yeah, which, no. is, which played at Fright Fest last year yeah. and did really well. And uh, we were lucky enough to get a copy of that to, to show. Um, it comes out on DVD in America at the end of the year. Uh, right. There's no UK distributor picked it up yet. It's very trauma. Right. Yeah. Very good. Mm. I've got to say, there's a lot of stuff on at the festival that's great. Yeah, and we have it, the UK really premiere good. of uh, Mania, Jessica yeah. Cameron's film yeah. with Tristan Risk. Yeah, it's there's a lot of good stuff on, but classics, yeah. It's a, it's a very contentious issue, and I haven't even got it. Right, right, back to the actual question yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 minutes later. The festival's going to be classic. The festival. I'll give, I'll give you that. Yeah, it will be. Get you. You know, you need people to will be talking about it in years to come. But yeah, early buzz, major scare fest. Right. Here's the thing: was it meant to be a Blair Witch sequel of any kind? And can I just say the actual Blair Witch sequel, which was God, Blair Witch was Two, not was the worst, worst 
pile of crap I'd seen in years when I watched that. That was the most boring, the most most badly acted, badly written, badly filmed, badly everything. Even the the bloody what was it? The Blair Witch Two colon oh what was it? Can't even remember it. Which goes west? Somewhere yeah, like it's just absolute crap. If anybody's if anybody is stupid stupid enough to actually like the Blair Witch Project yeah which I get it's it you know it's not it's, it's a shame it's a shame yeah I, you know it's like I will help you if you come to me I'll find some way of getting you through that point of view good god you know I mean people think things don't they you yeah. know they're, they're a bit ill in the head and they well they're think allowed things. to think what they want they're allowed to be wrong that's the way I look at it don't do it uh, no they're not not this wrong <laughs> this is this goes beyond wrong this is uh, I need medication wrong this no uh, I mean yeah. the Blair Witch Party I mean oh god and it oh I've come out of the, I've got a snotty nose and it like, like let me do the Blair Witch Project for you go on oh, oh we're gonna go out into the woods I've got a camcorder okay you come in as well my friends yes we're coming as well and off we trek into the woods and then we get an oh and let's put a tent up oh we put a tent up oh it's gonna get night soon is it oh dear me oh, oh dear Oh, so I hear a noise. Oh, oh shit. Oh, someone's gone missing. Oh, there's some six sticks and stones. Oh, wait a minute. I've got a snotty nose. My nose is running. Oh shit. Oh, look, there's some stuff hanging from a tree. Oh, I'm going to run and escape. And then I've come into a house and then someone told me a story about a kid that stands in a corner. And oh, there's a kid that stands in a corner. Ah! That's the Blair Witch Project. The, um... It's shite. Yeah. It's fucking shite. If you're, why, why if you're you too young, watched... you've not seen it. You don't have to know. Don't bother. Just fucking listen to that. You've had Just, an audio book yeah, version. Yeah, you listen to that one and then go and see this this uh, Blair Witch Project uh, sequel, The Blair yeah. Witch, as, uh, as it's imaginatively called, well, yeah. which was The Woods. Yeah. Yeah, but but he was yeah. forced by the studio to ta- change the title to Blair Witch. So, so you know, and he, he actually in the interview went, oh, yes, you know, I fought for that and I wanted to, uh, and, and I was going to... Uh, keep it that title but they made me change it to the Blair Witch yeah. Commercial. Yeah, yeah 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 see I like Adam Wingard he's done some good stuff yeah it's, uh, it's a shame that that's because uh, yeah. look at the trailer now mm. now it's been re-edited to the, the Blair Witch oh thing. yeah it's, it's different it's, it's just like taking yeah yeah bits of yeah. the original yeah. film yeah because I get, I, get, I, get, I get what's going on with it yeah there's a snotty yeah. nose this was never you know. a sequel to the Blair Witch no They've yeah. just they've just noticed a few similarities. There's even someone yeah. sat in a corner. Yeah, no, in the corner. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. So when he says this about uh, oh, it was always going to be uh, it was the Blair Witch, but we we wanted to go with that title and all the rest of it. He says it's like liar, 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 liar. He's a fucking liar. Seriously, well, the whole it, thing. They would have held out longer. Shit. And it would have been a big surprise when people actually got to see it. Yeah. They wouldn't have just done the. Uh, yeah. The reveal then. Utter, 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 utter ballsack. I've just had a... Uh, That's what it is. Sorry. An, oh, by the way. An Bla- SMS from Polly. Oh, go on. Uh, Blair Witch sequel, Book of Shadows. Bag of shite, more like. Oh, dear, dear, dear me. That's the one. Yeah, Book of Shadows. <sighs> yeah, Blair Witch. It's just shite. Uh, the whole thing's crap. The first one's crap. The second one's crap. Everyone involved in it's crap. Everybody who likes it's crap. Um, <laughs> Apart from my writer, John Townsend, seriously, he's just a bit it's mentally just, It's just wrong. <laughs> it's wrong on a level that just drives me mad. It's like, it's like it, it makes me as angry as watching Donald Trump 
yeah, Ooh. when they say, oh, he's two points ahead in the polls. And I go, why is that happening? And when I, I when when people rave about the Blair Witch Project, yeah, about its delicious, minimalistic nature, I, I just, I just, I want to scream. I want to scream because it's so rubbish. It's so shit. There you go. Let's drag it off that one second. Why do you have to bring that up? <laughs> God's yeah. sakes. Why do you have to bring that up? Well, I'm struggling. It's, it's out of an hour to go. You brought that up. Jeff Johns about uh, DC Universe. Definitely talk about him, I think, after the news. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Have you got anything quick? Quick. Polly's just redeeming himself on Twitter. He needs to. Yeah. He needs uh, to. He's just he's it, de- derailed the show. He's, he's basically having a go at me. Memento, released in 2000. Not yeah, a, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not yeah. a classic, question mark. Go on. Yeah, go on. Go on. It's all right. No, it is. It's a good film. I wouldn't say it was a classic, though. D- d- this, this, this definition of a classic needs honing doesn't it because I, th- I think it's just it's, overused and i've tried to sort of pull back from overused it. when it's good it's like saying it's like saying giving someone praise is you know it can be you can give someone too much praise not when they're amazing you know <laughs> no you know when a film really is absolutely stunningly awesome yeah that it's, was the, that it's was the fine last, to call it the a last classic. good christopher nolan film yeah, I'm going to give you that. No, I liked it. See, I liked Inception. I just hated the rest of the crap that's happened since. Like, um, and we all know I'm not going to bring that up again. Yeah, Why are we bringing we... everything up that I hate it's all like of a sudden? So it just looks like I'm going off the rails and going mad. People know, you know that you're on the edge and they're just pushing you. Right? Yeah. Well, well, you know, Nolan. Yeah, Nolan. He's like Snyder. I loved Zack Snyder. Massive fan. Nolan. I was a, a pretty good big fan of his until a certain point and then all of a sudden they disappear over the event horizon of their own anus and mm. then everything goes shit and they start producing crap that they want you to like because they know that it's 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 the shit and if whereas you, and if you don't you know, like it yeah yeah you they, don't, you they, don't get they it. stop trying to please and entertain you they start trying to educate you and that's dangerous, that. I've tried it very often in, in some of the businesses and the things that I've done in life. The minute you start to educate people, they turn around and spit in your face. And that's exactly what's happened with both of those. Like Zack Snyder, and he's, he goes from one minute, he's doing some really good stuff that's, that's, that's edgy. It's got a really good aesthetic to it. It's got some good soundtracks, some good use of visuals and then all of a sudden he starts oh i think i'll bring my vision of what what dc universe and superman should be and all that and next minute we we're sat through shit like the man of steel crap like batman versus superman which has, has got to be the one of the last times i mention it on this show because i'm so sick of going we've, through we've, it we've never reviewed that have we oh i wish i wish Should we go for the news yeah, we did. we're late for the news. Right, news now. New, wonderful, Neapolitan dairy ice cream with three wonderful flavours. Vanilla, strawberry, pistachio. Neapolitan dairy ice cream on sale now. Starburst Radio, winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. 
The crypt of dark secrets penetrates beyond the darkness, where the dead do return to live again. Twisted nightmares of those who have gone beyond the grave and return possessing innocent young bodies. An unspeakable whirlpool of demonic madness and sexual possession. You pay for the whole seat, but you'll only use the edge. Crypt of dark secrets. Step beyond, if you dare. In Technicolor Rated R. Starburst Magazine, issue 427. Available from a newsagent near you, or download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to a shit episode of Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Oh, it was going so well until you put the wrong fader up. Everything was going all right until I'm already in trouble and then every single thing that I fucking hate gets dragged into it, you know? <laughs> that, that's people, all I'm saying. It has been a good so far. Yeah, you know, debate. the Blair shite project and the uh, and then you even drag nolan up you know when <laughs> when when i'm on my knees already you know it's it's difficult but yeah what can i say like, i think i'll go to the emails actually i'm gonna yeah. try to make See the second half out. well i'm gonna try and make sure that the second half of this show is 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 tickety boo yeah that's the phrase Hello, Helen. She's emailed in. That's why I'm saying hello. I'm not just doing it out I of like I've got voices in my head or anything. I thought somebody you know? would email in the wrong show. No, 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 no. Helen is asking. Hi, Mike. Not emailed in for a while, but you are usually on your summer break by now. What happened? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Boy, that's a sore subject, isn't it? Yeah, we sort of do really need a break, but we thought we'd carry on because the festival would be a good time to have the last show, you see, and do it live. Because so, we might end up just dying on stage. Indeed. So we thought that would be a good idea. So we, you get a little bit extra of us. Not that it's anything of quality that you can nope. that you can shout about. Not even just a little tip. Mm. Loz is asking, have I missed your views on the Star Trek film? Cheers, Loz. Last week, last sir. Week. Last week we went big iTunes. review. And it's on iTunes. You can download it. it. It's way too much to go into. But I've got some interesting points to make on it. And, you know, it it is uh, it's the usual theme park ride. Yep. With a, not what I would call proper Star Trek. Action movie theme park ride Star Trek. So... If you like that sort of thing, two hours of fun. If you're kind of a little bit more obsessed or invested, obsessed is a cruel word. No, if you're, a cruel if you're a fan word. Of, of the uh, original, yeah, indeed. I think franchise. I think you'll have a problem with that. Um, if you are a casual watcher, you'll enjoy it. But if you are really into your Star Trek, you maybe you need to be waiting for the new TV series next year. Yep. Which Sha- is bo- Sean went to see it and she wasn't happy at all. Yeah, well, I mean, I give it six out of ten. There you go. Yeah, there's a, there's a clue to to where it is. She gave it four out of ten. Yeah, she said yeah, to me, she was, she'd have been on the show. She kicked it. So uh, here we go, Alan Armstrong. See, this is why I don't read these emails is because the real... I know professionals read all the emails on the break and then they read the emails out that they can get away well, with. I do not. Well, what they don't they have is a producer who feeds the emails to that them. are acceptable. Yeah, 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 but I don't like that. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't want that anyway. I'll be honest because no. because they would not let half of the emails through. No. Yeah. 
uh, whereas we can at least do it. And I go through them and then suddenly if there's something really shocking, like someone starts asking me how I feel about uh, him taking the piss and pirating our own magazine that we stay up all night for three nights on and, and, and kill ourselves, but, you know, he downloads for nothing. But he really does actually like us. That was a bit of, yeah. But you, you, oh, you handled I still that really can't, well. I still can't answer that. You handled it really well. But you see, I like the fact he likes us. Yeah, yeah, that's bad news, that isn't it? So, is this the Alan Armstrong? What? Who is? What? Who? Who is, is Alan Armstrong? Is it Alan or Alan? Alan. Oh no, it's not him then. Oh right. Well, who's who's? You'll know him if you saw him. He, I think he's in. Um, yeah, but who is he? He's an actor. And what's he do? It's acts. No, I got, I got that bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, it kind of meant what what projects has he been on? He, you know, he was in. Um, Fucking hell! Tonight's hard work. What's that? What's that TV show with uh, with all the old actors in? What? What? Well, that, well, that, that, that narrows it down. That done it, eh? Hey, I mean, what that, that show with them guys that do that thing? What? What? Alan? Uh, right. Um, Alan Armstrong. Bloody what? You, old dogs, new tricks. Or new tricks. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, we, only because last week you were talking about Rula Lenska, which yeah. got me <laughs> thinking about um, Dennis Waterman, and then I thought he's, he's that, old yeah. and he's in that, and then I thought could that be what he means? That's it. That's bizarre. All old people. Yeah. I can't believe that I got that from that train of thought. You that's know incredible. What? That's you've been arguing about me too long. Yeah, I know. I tried to pick. <laughs> How does Martin think? Let me get. Let me find the way around there. Right, Alan, Alan's asking. So, what did? Oh, is this going to be slagging off or, or praise? I don't know. Comments. So, what did season one of Preacher Ball down to? Well, it would seem as though the end of season one was actually the end of a ten-hour preamble that set up the characters of the series and established their backstories and motivations before shifting course to a plotline that more closely resembles the graphic novels on which the series is based. A um. It's a new a new beginning for Preacher and one that suggests a more propulsive narrative is in the work. Jesus, you are right for us. <laughs> that's good. that's better than I could have written tonight. I tell you that that that's how he's very good, isn't he? So that's Alan Armstrong. Oh, there he is. Oh yeah, yeah. Right I know what you mean. No, he's not him. <laughs> it's definitely not him. No, he seems younger. I can feel it. Well, he's writing and he's, he's very lucid. Yeah. Does that retroactively make season one more or less important? Put can't speak properly at all. More or less important to the overall story? Well, that depends on where the series actually goes from here. Good or bad, it means season one will be worth revisiting once the end of season two is being discussed. Yeah, I love that. Do you know yeah, what? That's that's that, the sort of timey where I may be like. Can I just say, just just Alan, that is one of the best emails I've had on this show ever because he's dissecting something it's not reason. just going I think Preacher's crap I no, don't no. like it it's not like the comic books I think Preacher's brilliant it's all whatever he's actually opening it up having a look at it and saying Ooh, well what do we think there's, there's a, a lot to think about there's a thought in there That's yeah cool. I know I love that no I'll be honest I pretty much the same feelings on it I really if I'd have watched Preacher without reading the graphic novel I would have thought this is weird straight away and probably thought, yeah, I'm going to carry on watching it because it's a bit odd and the aesthetic's weird and the and I quite like what was going on and wanted to find out more. And I reckon by halfway through it, I would have been hooked on it anyway. I think this was very, very different. And yes, I've just got to say, it does 
end exactly pretty much where you are at after two comic books. I mean, the Preacher Gone to Texas story is um, it's literally a couple of comics. It's just it's just taken as a a little preamble before they get on the road trip. Yeah, and season one tells you it gives you more of a reason and a background and fleshes everything out and by the time they're on this road trip now season two if they really pulled it out of the hat well you're very invested in these characters so i think you're right i think it all does depend on where it goes from here because if it does pay off after this point then you've got a series that adds more to the actual thing than the graphic novels did it mm. actually expands upon it whereas the walking dead was was pretty much the comic book with a cheeky twist with a every now and again there, yeah. yeah you're waiting for someone to get shot and it's not him it's the guy over there and and you know at the very beginning uh, shane was supposed to get shot and he hangs around for two years before he gets shot you know mm. and things every time it's someone gets someone got an arrow at the in the comic book uh, in the head and it turned out to be a different character in the last season and all that those are little sleight of hands whereas what they've done with preacher is they've literally constructed a more complex introduction to it now ooh, i don't know i've heard some people that are not happy with it i'm not in that camp i thought it was great so well, there you go and he's not even fucking watched i've not yet. watched it yet so but, but we have got the season overview just just this minute gone online on the Starburst magazine website so after the show go on that and read what Joel Harley has to say about the season yeah it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that you're off the hook for not watching it though well, I'm just it saying just, it's, it's just sort of yeah. chucking someone else was, in yeah, front yeah, of was, you like uh, no look he's, he's gone and done this really good it's yeah, a yeah, swerve yeah you, you haven't watched it though. it's a swerve yeah they're all waiting to see what you think though yeah they're waiting really really listen they are I want everybody next week and the week after and from now on every week to check in and, and, and email in and go right Martin I want to hear your thoughts on the first few episodes yeah right right Dean's saying <laughs> HBO's Westworld sci-fi series arrives October 2nd cannot wait wow okay Westworld is one of my absolute favourite sci-fi fantasy it's movies film. yeah it it's That's not classic yeah Oh, oh, oh! It's a class. Oh, oh thank you, oh classic lord. You see, we've got a, we've got the official stamp now. <laughs> it's a classic. Westworld is officially a classic. You so quote me on that. Yeah. Now, um, what we've got here is a a film that's much more important than you think it is. It's obviously the, the novel series. that was written by Michael Crichton. Well, I mean the film. Oh, the yeah, film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the film was incredibly important because it at the very turning point because star wars before star wars you only got hard sci-fi really and the odd yeah. lightweight but it was main mainly hard sort of sci-fi and and the sort of monster movie that you had in the 50s you didn't get a commercial blockbuster until star wars came along but westworld is arguably the first commercial science fiction blockbuster it had everything that you got in films to come i would argue that the cowboy is definitely the inspiration for the terminator yeah without a doubt the setting of it with all the different zones and and then he rewrote he rewrote westworld as a novel michael crichton yeah who also did uh, er yeah there you go just thought I'd chuck that in he's responsible for george clooney in a weird way oh, he did coma yeah 
Yeah, indeed, yeah. He, and, he directed uh, Runaway. Well, there you go. But, but wrote, wrote it as well, obviously. But the uh, most important thing he did after this was Jurassic Park. Now, if you look at Jurassic Park, if you read the first novel, there was a dome and there's different areas. There's a pterodactyl bit and there's, there's, the, the whole thing was a park, very much like Westworld. He just ripped himself off. Yeah, he did. He did. But he did it with dinosaurs and that's cool. So yeah. fine. Not a problem. So we've uh, this guy was a very... And he died very young. And, and that's yeah. a shame. Michael Crichton passed away. It and, wasn't uh, long after mm, Jurassic Park came out. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So uh, it's sad. But Westworld, very important. And the TV show, boy, has that got a lot to live up to. So, and it's it was meant hope. to be quite saucy as well, isn't it? It's another one of them HBO well, bo- boobs and bums one. Well, they, it hinted at it in the in the film because they went into well, what the, was clearly a western brothel. Well, they did that they bit were, where there was other sections and they could go and have sexy fantasies. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, having sex with robots was was always there with Westworld. You could pay, go, have an escapist weekend. And, of and course, then they did Sex World as well. That wasn't an official no, canon, was, though, yeah, was it? No, 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 I don't think so, no. And... Um, you know, it's, it's one of them things, isn't it? I mean, everybody thinks about it. I mean, it's it's the evolution of a of a sex doll, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. Everybody which, thinks which we've got a similar film in the yeah in our festival. Gingy's brought in a classic film list here. Go on, right? Let me let me pull this apart. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a problem with the first one for starters. Is it the Black... Dark Knight. Oh fuck! Uh, Black, really swore then. Black Hawk Down. Oh. Brokeback Mountain. Oh. Bowling for Columbine. It's not really a proper film, though. It's a documentary film, actually. Yeah, but it's uh, not... You can get an Oscar for it. Yeah, it's but... It's a it, film. It's his, own, uh, ca- d- it's d- his d- own category. Don't go in the feature film section. Right. Bowling for Columbine is was eligible for an Oscar. It's a film. It's a film. It's recognised as a film by the Academy. So I'm not discounting them. I, I do like documentaries, but I'm just saying mm. you treat them differently. And um, the the departed finding Nemo. Yeah, you really sent this just to wind him up, didn't you? Yeah. Um, no, but these are all modern classics, and they're certainly viewed by some people as classics. With the Dark Knight, I would say it is viewed as a classic by a lot of people. Well, I have a issues. Lot of people are idiots. But. I have a lot of views about that trilogy that that are not popular. The Christopher Nolan, I think he started out well with Batman Begins. I think The Dark Knight just hit very lucky with an amazing performance from Heath Ledger. The rest I, of it, you could, I could give or take, to be honest. people would have thought that performance would be better or worse if he had lived? No, I think, no, the buzz was there before he died. Mm. It was, no, it was I there. I think it got worse. It, it was, no, 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 no. Everybody was talking about the amazing footage that was coming out of that film from it, his performance it was if I something right, special he died before it came out didn't he he did but yeah. but already it was established that he was had nailed this part and the reason that his death became so poignant was because people said what an amazing performance it, it hadn't even been released and everybody said this is incredible it what, wasn't even his last yeah. performance i know well yeah but it was the one that that it was the one that made him though it was. Um, it sadly made him sort of posthumously. Um, Brokeback Mountain is an amazing film. Uh, it really it is. is. But um, classic, no. 
Why is it? Because what? Why, why, what do you mean classic? Why is that not a classic? Because because it's, a... it's got it's it's not got a spaceship in it, no, or, or a, a screaming clown with a knife or something. Oh, that would make it amazing. Yeah, well, it would. It be. Would, that, that'd it, be a different film, wouldn't it? It? <laughs> it would make it a classic, though. So, so bowling for Columbine, you, you, you. Oh, that's that's the people are talking in that. So that's that, that's not <laughs> an, an AI artificial intelligence. Oh, that is not a classic at all. Oh, it's awesome. It's a great <laughs> film. Yeah, it's got a it's got a magical blend of Spielberg and uh, Kubrick. It feels so good when you're watching it. I mean, oh, God, you're being bloody harsh tonight. <laughs> That's not bad, that film at all. I didn't say so, it was bad. I just said it's not yeah, a classic. But, but, but people revisit it. Surely that's the point, isn't it? People <sighs> revisit right, Do yeah, they yeah, really? They, yeah, they do. I know people who watch AI. But you just go to the Festival of Fantastic Films and they watch five Hammer Horror films a year and, and, and meet up at the film festival and have a chat about them. And, yeah. and I get that they're not watching AI. The, the giant claw. There we go. Show it's not even year. a lobster claw. <coughs> Show that every year. It's, n- it's not even a lobster claw, you know. It's not. David Geldar saying, as you know, I work as a teaching assistant. I can tell you the kids I work with wouldn't sit through anything that's in black and white. That's what. That's the problem I've got. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I, I, it's not a criticism of them. It's the fact that they've, they've brought up to not understand that it's the same thing, just black and white. Yeah, he said even some classic 80s films would be declassified as dead. not classic 80s. They'd be classed as dead, <laughs> which is, um, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a phrase I've heard and all. That's why, I don't um, get it. <coughs> that's why the um, Frank and Weenie yeah. film didn't do as well. Yeah, no, I know, I totally, I, I'll be honest, when that was coming out, and I that, said that, that was a that, gamble, that. That was really good. That's a mad, yeah, but it was a gamble. Yeah. It was a gamble. Did you see his original of it? Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was the thing. The best thing that Tim Burton did, black and white, was Vincent, I thought. That was good. That I was thought good. that was really the spectacular. Best, but the best thing you really did in black and white, Edward. Mm. Mm. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, Edward's an, an amazing film. I can really, yeah, i, I got a bloody company that feels like his film company. <laughs> it's, uh, he's, he's so similar, it's untrue. <laughs> actually, um, yeah. yeah. Rex, oh, no, seriously, you can even see the same characters. You could, you could think um, them off, can't you? Bloody hell. And it's, yeah, and I get, I get the fact that I'm in the middle thinking that it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. Totally, brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. He says, I think our attention spans are shorter with kids who've grown up with YouTube and smartphones when our generation were watching Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, but the, that, that's it. And the, this impatience, uh, impatient behaviour of people, it's really frustrating because, like you say, you, uh, I'm in a cinema and if there's a film and there's a long, complicated bit and it's quite a commercial film and a lot of young people have turned out to watch it, the the access that let me tell you yeah and it is a bit that little light comes on straight away oh yeah yeah no but i'll tell you what the film the most smartphone activity right in young people movie and this is me not making this up i i actually watch and i look around because i like to see people's reactions yeah and the most smartphone activity in a recent film that was could be classed as a blockbuster but certainly did have mass appeal and people came to see was uh, Interstellar. Boy. Yeah, because... Boy, just, were they on their phones after half an hour. They were told and all that they the should way go through. and see it because all it was Holy Nolan and because... Yeah, it was, I know, I know. 
the zeitgeist. Blah, blah, blah. But, oh, no. But they didn't understand it. I'm telling you now, yeah. he did. That was it anyway. But I think we have time for a break. People, please email your, for the final half hour, email in studio at fabradiointernational.com and, and we'll, uh, we'll try to get some resolutions on these uh, difficult questions. And, but we will uh, talk about a future classic. We are going the, to. Uh, oh, a future classic. Oh, <laughs> God. Bloody hell. I didn't know maybe, there was such a may- thing. Maybe. You right. never know. Well, we'll find out. Starburst Radio, brought to you by the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've got some more emails. Oh, my God. It's all, all thinking oh, fast. Me off again. And Alan Armstrong say, says thanks for the comment. And um, <laughs> Simone, Mr. Robot, the first season was great. Original, beautiful and unexpected. Great characters in enough plot development to keep you addicted. I am now already four hours in the second season and I cannot recognise this show. Oh, bollocks. See, I've only seen two of them, you see. see I'm, I'm on I'm the third one tonight. Time, yeah, um, so. The original plot is completely lost, and all the mystery related to the season one finale is just ignored. We have to deal with psychological issues of the protagonist battling himself, which actually, to be fair, was sort of like a side issue, really, wasn't it? Well, In every episode, the same topics are touched, and they repeat all the time the same issues without any plot development whatsoever. Your thoughts? Well, I'm two episodes in, and I assumed that the first two episodes, and I'm about to watch the other two, the actually, first, The first tonight. two are connected, the part one and part two, so it's like one episode, yeah, so it's yeah. like a double episode. So I just assumed that that was the introduction back into it, and they were trying to set up the fact that his... Um, sister was was sort of kicking ass in her own way. Had gone off doing her own thing. He was dealing with a uh, what I was hoping would be a short term battle against uh, to get control of this situation where he's trying to battle the the other part of himself. Yeah. You know, and 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 I was hoping that after the at the end of this that he'd find some way of working with his other self and then get back with his sister and then we'd get on with telling the story so I'm, I've got him a bit good to hear that to be I, honest I totally get where it's coming from it's a uh, it is a totally different uh, series now bloody hell but um, I think it's got potential of still going somewhere I've not seen episode 4 like I say so maybe I might be wrong on that but I've got a weird email off Denge I mean there's a normal one no this is particularly quite odd it is he says, just um, nice I um, well, he says Martin got a friend for you, Candy Charms. Google her. <laughs> Who is who's that? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Willow saying hi, Mike. My future classic would be Birdman. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Oh no, he's, he, he's yeah. he he'd love to say yes, but he just can't. He can't possibly. I've can got he? to say faces. So. Mm. And Alan Armstrong again saying classic is a slippery term in film parlance. Um, Exactly. Simultaneously referring to quality, cultural impact, technological breakthroughs, cult endurance and countless other classics. Citizen Kane is a classic, but so is Crown- Groundhog Day in its own way. Oh, Groundhog Day. Oh, you've well, got Martin 80s, now. 80s. Oh, <laughs> oh. Had him all, all confused then. He didn't know what to say. Yeah. You nearly had him then. Oh, no. Candy charms. Too big. Too big, Denge. 
Does that not get a pink flute from you then? No, that's right. blimey. That don't get anything from me. That blimey, blimey. Julie from Brighton, you two have got the flat debating about classic or not films. The wine is really flowing now. Um, yeah, we haven't got wine. We've got we've got a little bit of something though. But we're just, just we're trying to keep it keep it under control just to get it through the night but my classic would be lost in translation I'll still be watching it in my 80s at least no I lost it it's a good film and it might oh, be a classic later on it might so, be a classic later on have you heard this <laughs> it might be a classic later on oh my god it's like it's just ridiculous to hold it in such a a lofty esteem like you're like how does a film get this status off you age well that's bollocks isn't it that's absolute of, shit isn't it I've got it? a lot of respect for age well yeah and, and and I get that but bloody hell you know I mean I mean, Lost in Translation is awesome the cinematography is awesome the acting is awesome the story is awesome the music is awesome there's nothing about it that wouldn't want me to put it on right now and I do I, I agree with, with Julie I, I will be watching that film when I'm old and and thinking, blimey, you know, the, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's being saying saying it though. I mean, um, Bill Murray was quite old, isn't it? Wasn't he? You know, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. still uh, so so. It does but actually he wasn't tell as you bad as he was in Ghostbusters. Oh, I don't even want to go into Ghost um, in in his cameo in Ghostbusters. Um, don't that know was, where that everybody. Was the worst has bit, everybody? We've been talking about a lot of films lately. Has anybody been to see the new Ghostbusters or Star Trek Beyond? Have you got any comments yeah. before we go? You know, do you reckon we're wrong? Um, you see, I, yeah, he was terrible in that. But yeah, Lost in Translation. Him and him and um, what's it? Oh, what's the name? La 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 la. Scarlett Johansson. God, it's just been a long day. Um, they were amazing and. I just loved it. I thought it was really, really good. And and you know what? Uh, with the age gap and the all the what they had going on, the story, it could have been as creepy as anything. Yeah, it was a touching romantic story that really, really, really worked. And you didn't even care about an age gap or what was right or wrong. You just had a bunch of people that were meant to be together and some people that weren't. And a couple of people who were... Yeah, well, dicks really, you know, like well, his life, husband and and that's that life. that mate of hers that was um, the actress. Uh, it, it was it was it was a great film. That yeah, yeah, it is a classic actually. <sighs> it is. He Should doesn't. Have. He just doesn't. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's he's got to break through this barrier that he's uh, created for himself. So like, yeah, and that's that is that does sum it up. I've created it for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, bloody I'm, I'm hell. Always a, a, yeah, yeah. So, so, so here, here's jailer. the phrase. What What do you think about the uh, the term modern classic then? Oh, that's that's a contradiction in terms. There you go. That's like saying the good bad thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. no, I get it. Bloody hell. So, go on then, Martin. What's Twitter going on? What's it? What's happening? What's Twitter tweeting? are just listening to us rant on. Right. They've not done anything for a while. Okay. A lot so. of retweets to uh, festival stuff. Oh, actually, no, just just this second. Go on. Uh, Richard Robinson, I am Cosmic Soup to us. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he, I know that I know the taste of his Cosmic Soup I bet by you do. now. I bet you do. I do. But he's not listening. He says, hope it's another great show. Unable to listen live. It won't be as bad as Mr. Royce thinks. It never is. 
So that's good. Oh, it's as bad as I think it is. It, it no, just might be worth listening to for everything that's gone wrong. That's that's not, that doesn't mean it's a professional show, though, does it, really? No, no, we're semi-professional. That's really not the case, is it? <laughs> that's not the case. No, semi-professional means it's pretty slick, but it's lacking a few of the finesses. This is it's oh. a car crash tonight. No, it's not. I don't even know what's been going on in the in the magazine that we're editing. But you know what? Because I've been busy doing other stuff to because do with a we've festival. Been, we've that, been that, enjoying stuff and festival stuff, and we've got a film we can review now with the last 10 minutes we've got. We have indeed. Yeah, you know, we wanted to give a bit more time to this, but you know, yep. I think we can, you know, might as well do it a little bit of justice. Would indeed. you like to start? Yep. Good tidings. I was. Uh, I saw the trailer and I thought, okay, this looks quite an interesting one, but you know, a, a crazy Santa with a knife. You know, I've seen it all before, sort of thing. So I went in literally expecting this to be I'm sorry I know that the, God the people who if, if anybody's listening who's involved in it or whatever I, I feel really bad because I went into this thinking oh here we go again here we go a crazy Santa and it's Christmas and it, we're a bit, a bit of blood and um, you know here we go just a, a typical straight to uh, or what used to be straight to VHS yeah right um, now straight to VOD yeah I know and, and I, I just thought well I'll I'll watch it and here's the weird thing my my son Alex was round and um, we sat in the room so we you've got two people watching this film now one there's an age gap there between oh well obviously there's an age gap it's my yeah. son you know it'd be, be a bit weird if there wasn't wouldn't it if he was older um, than you then yeah, that'd be free yeah um, so we're both in there and I just said yep gonna watch this this is for the uh, festival so so we're both watching it and um, ten minutes in and we're just gripped right and I think the setting of it really nailed me straight away because I love that sort of situation where someone picks a really unusual situ- uh, uh, location and then it all kicks off and you're in there and you it's claustrophobic, but you sort of know the layout of it. That's why two films that I think work because of that, Die Hard, where you know Nokotomi Plaza, yeah, you know yeah. the ins and outs of it, the rough shape of it, where it is, you know where the, everybody is at any one time. And you're trapped inside this place that within a few minutes you become familiar with. Um, same as um, same as the shopping mall, the uh, Monroeville mall that yeah. was used for Dawn, of the Dead. for Dawn of the Dead, the original. And, and that's it. This, in this day and age, I've got to say, I'm not going to give away where it is that it's set, but it's a very cool setting. And I, think, I think we can do that. Think, oh, can we? Because that's kind of what makes it cool, and it might but, lure people in when they no, watch it. No, I think, it. I think that they, they need to know a little bit about the story. Go on, then. Yeah. Go on, then. You you spoiler it a bit Essentially, for the, for the festival, so they don't have to come. Don't do it. No, no, no. We'll just give them the setup. I'm it, only kidding. It's Because <laughs> you know me, I don't spoiler things. Unless no, you just tell everybody that I download stuff off Cody. No, you don't download stuff. Well, off stream Cody. it. Stream sorry, it. stream it. Yeah, no, <laughs> downloading Cody is the is the offence actually. Yeah, which I, I'm not admitting that I do. By the way, somebody put that on fire. So yeah, they did actually. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> what have you done? That fucking hell! What are you? T- you don't tell people that. No, Go on, let's well, do the right. review. This anyway, is good. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I don't believe you just said you, that. You could chop that bit out. Oh my god. Uh, no, you had me agreeing with you then as well. It's easily done. Yeah, I know. 
Right. So the wonderful premise of this film is is the homeless people, which is some of the big problem at the moment that we've. Uh, one of the guys is in an ex-military guy. He's homeless, and he's managed to get a little community together, and they're holed up in an old courthouse. Courthouse. Yeah, in Liverpool. Yeah, and uh, and well, basically, three uh, psychotic Santas break in and decide to have a bit of fun with them. But I didn't know something cool about them that you told me later. Yeah, yeah. That they're called Larry, Moe and Curly. Which I think is awesome. I, I love that sort of in joke. Because they don't they don't um they don't actually speak in the in the film as no. such. So yeah, they don't they don't introduce themselves. And and I'll be honest with you, if you are, were a serial killer, they they don't tend to anyway, do they? Well no, unless you're one of them sort of um functioning <laughs> sociopaths. Oh, yeah. 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 Which we don't tend to come across a lot. No. Well, well, actually, we do, but we don't. Uh, we don't tend. To no, we just employ them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Oh, bloody hell! Anyway, the, the the film goes on, and they are stalked and and toyed with, essentially by these yeah. be, by these Santas. Mm. And it's it's as you said, it's gripping. Mm. It's it's incredibly well filmed. Mm. It's uh, the the kills are, are quite cool. If you can say killing's cool, no, it's cool. It's gripping, and you're wondering <clears throat> the next, the next inventive sort of way someone's going to get cornered or captured yep. or nobody's stuff. safe. And, yeah, but there's a bit of a difference between the three killers, which I, I quite yeah, appreciate. Exactly, the fact yeah. that there is one that's definitely the the Sammy Davis Jr. of the three of them. Yeah, I, I see it more... I don't see him as, like, like Larry Moe and Curly. It is, it is very a good analogy, but you can also say it's like the the uh, the Rat Pack. You've, yeah. you've definitely got your Dean Martin, your your uh, your uh, Frank Sinatra and your Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have, and it's it's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And But there's a lot of... There's a lot going on. There's a lot of... A uh, bit of social commentary. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, but yeah, it's it's so engrossing. And, yeah, yeah, and it's a, it's got a very John Carpenter feel to it. Yeah, the the right music, down to the score, and, yeah. you know, the music, the atmosphere, the the setting, the whole lot. Yeah. And as I said, I didn't watch it alone. I watched it with him, and it, he is total smartphone generation. And it's I'm not knocking him. He's 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 a bright guy, you know. But he's um, he's he's not. He's been brought up watching horror films and, and a lot of stuff, you know, that he maybe I shouldn't have let him watch when he was a bit younger, but, you know, you know how it is. Well, you, they, 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 they mive you, don't they? And, um, yeah, he, he, yeah, he had no reason to like this, yeah, mm. on, on face value. And he sat there, and uh, at the end of it, he just he just said, this is brilliant, isn't it? This is real. That's been real. That was really good, that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like... And his attitude, quite insultingly, was, "Well, how, have you got your hands on this for a film festival?" Then you know, it's all <laughs> like, "Like, oh, it's a bit, a bit too good for your crap festival, isn't it?" You know, well, but no, but no, which that's, you that's know, family oh, well, I'm kidding. He, it's just he, um, I was really impressed with it. So, so it wasn't just me. You, ma- you managed to get your twenty-something demographic. You know, your late teens, early twenties, and 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 me, and we're all in the same boat, having a whale of a time watching it. So, yeah. Can't say much more than that. The... This is going to agree really well. I think it's it's meant to be due mm. for release at Christmas, naturally. Yeah, of course. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we've got the world premiere. Yeah, 
But you don't have to watch it. I mean, this this is one of them films where the, the, cri- the, the Christmas aspects is is not integral. No, it's, it's not. It, it is. It's not. If you watch it's, it's it at Christmas, setting. yeah, it's like it's like yeah. Die Hard. You can watch that anytime. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, and and I mean, you can watch this whenever. Eh? There's no snow outside. There's no. It's not. It's a wonderful you know, life. It's not. Yeah, you know. people are not on the streets. You know, uh, celebrating Christmas, passing each other presents in a cheesy way. You know, this no, no. is just this one thing. Here we go. Do that, but that's. But it's the homeless people doing it, and it's about the hum- humility of it all. And it's quite a good pass-the-parcel game at yeah. one point as well, which is quite good. Um, yeah, very good, very, 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 very good film. When I saw the budget, mind-blown. Yeah, mind blown. amazing. Yeah, and, and you do have to bear that in mind because, you know, you, get, you see films and it's like everything. You know, you can't judge a blockbuster next to a film that's been made for a budget like this you have to make allowances and you do and and you do and i always do but i've got to say this this i'd rather watch any day than the blair witch project i would i would rather watch this on loop for 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 four days running than have to watch the blair witch project once yeah, they might use that on the poster. Yeah, use it on the poster seriously, and yeah. I will. I will stand next to the posters. Yeah. You know, I will. I will say I did genuinely say that. No, this is a great film, and you know, this is one of those statements where people go, they don't make films like that anymore. And here we are. Yeah. This is a genuinely exciting, fun film a love a great horror film it's that's that, it, it does bring back that sort of feel when you yeah. first saw halloween yeah and yeah. it's yeah it's not too derivative mm. it's you know it, it's it's got that feel to it it's not over the top yeah there's no craziness going on that you think that would never happen because no. they wouldn't have the strength to do that mm. you know they're, they're not popping back up alive after five minutes no and, and can i say that me, that me and him the last month yeah this has been like um, community service. This judging yeah. this film festival because yeah, there's been some cracking films. Damn, brilliant, yeah. But there's been the odd one where two hours seems like a very, very long time, you know. And this was uh, this this yeah, this is the epitome of uh, why we were putting the festival on. Yeah, just to get and, people and, to watch films of this quality. And you know, I just want to just like you know step back a minute. We're not giving this review because it's on at the festival. We, we're just excited by a film that we've seen. No, did, well, it I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be absolutely right. Come yeah. on, come on, right. In between the lines, I've been, I've been having a pop at a few films that are on in the festival. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I've been submitted. They're not the going to be for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Know, so. I've, I've been honest about that. I did. This is just a great film. Yeah, and I don't care whether Regardless it's on the festival we, or not. We'd managed to yeah. grab it or not. It's, uh, it's yeah. going to be worth seeing. So yeah, how how can everybody get their hands on this after the festival? Then, well, initially, come see us. If you come and buy a, a day ticket just to see this film, and then you think it's terrible, then I'll buy you drinks at the bar. Yeah, yeah. there you a go. A one drink okay. and lots of well, straws. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll I'll certainly make it up to you. But there won't be but that many straws because people I'm, are going to love this. I'm that certain that you're going to love this. That that. I think you should come and watch it. I, I, th- I think the idea is getting it released by Christmas. Right. Well, I think hopefully that they'll get if, a cinema release. If but... you cannot make it to the Starburst International Film Festival, I think that Good Tidings is a fantastic horror film to watch uh, over Christmas when it comes out. I think you I should think get few, it. A few more festivals will probably grab it as well because they'll be daft not to. Yeah. So, now you heard it from us. Yeah. Boom. 
And that that's kind of um, the end of the show, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of. I'll just double check the emails before we go because I'd hate to uh, end the show and then see some emails with some amazing stuff. And if you can check Twitter and that's it but yeah that was uh, the film we we're just reviewing was good tidings and simone has got why well, we, we'll end on simone's email well, like total recall and robocop sony tries to reboot another 80s uh, classic and fails if you've seen these movies you have seen ghostbusters once again the problem with this reboot like its two counterparts is that it competes with a timeless classic a lightning in a bottle movie that is still remembered and doesn't bring anything new like the two reboots mentioned before all the personality charm over the top humor that made those films memorable is gone in the name of political correctness and the almighty pg-13 rating the cast tries and fails constantly because of a script that follows the uh, doomed steps of the the doomed steps of the spider-man reboot another sony film and is more focused on creating a franchise than telling a a um, constant history from time to time the movie shows some glimpses of potential but then a cameo of the old cast appears to remind you that the 84 classic cannot be topped by this reboot and, and if again, you pointless That's if what you mean. go online I say anybody who listens to this live if you've not listened to the podcast sometimes there's extra bits in that as well so it's good to sometimes listen to that but if you have not heard our review of Ghostbusters 2016 it was on the uh, show a week or so ago two weeks ago I think. yeah and it's uh, it's on itunes and you will find that one of the biggest problems we had was with the cameo because it didn't allow you to immerse yourself in this new version it kept jarring you and pulling you out of it and slapping you across the face in my opinion Absolutely, you know. and we said that at the time. And I just don't, I don't think that's, I mean, if you're going to do a reboot, or you're going to do a remake, the last thing you want are the originals turning up. Yeah. In my, I mean, you know, unless you do it subtly, and nothing was subtle. And I've got to say here, Simone, if you um, remember, even, even the bust of Egon, yeah, that that even seemed intrusive, and it's a bust. It, it it's not even too long. Yeah, it's the purse. It's not even a person. It's a bloody bust, and even that was really intrusive. So, yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I I know there will be some people who loved it, but I I will watch it again. It's a fun movie to watch, but I I really I can't I can't recommend it. You know, and uh, yeah, that is the. Uh, that is the music so we gotta go yeah boo that's no good so remember good tidings it's a great oh yeah indeed (laughs) you will get good tidings if you watch that film it's very good so there we go and you can all ruminate on what is actually a classic or not I'm sure Martin (laughs) doesn't give a shit what you think about whether it's a classic or not he's got his own views so I've been Mike he's been Martin and we will see you Next week. History. Treasures of history.
Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And the, uh, I told you, um, I'm sort of giving it away by saying I've watched it more than once, haven't I? Uh, the stylist. Oh, we're not even supposed to say we've got that yet. Have we not? Oh, no. well, well, didn't we haven't got that then? No, bleep um, that out. Yeah, we'll delete that from the podcast. <laughs> 